stuck in your life and you just can't seem to get moving forward, Crazy Believe with Melsa is the podcast for you. All about spiritual transformational coaching and energy healing. Our show helps you to take that leap of faith so you can live your best life. Join us. And welcome to the show, Juan Cherry. Juan, thank you for being with us today on Crazy Believe with Nelsa. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Listen, um, I didn't uh, introduce you in the formal introduction as um, someone that I had worked with in the past. Uh, but for transparency's sake, I did work with Juan as uh, my school counselor when I used to be in the world of education. And Juan, I... I introduce you as all the pastor a counselor an author now are there any other roles that i'm missing i think that pretty much covers it i think that covers it all right i did throw friend in there but you know just very lightly uh, <laughs> look, oh. look i had to tell people the background story to that joke because i was like that probably sounded terrible to people out there listening who don't really know us uh, but one is sort of my um brother from another mother if you will and i think there's nobody on earth that i give a harder time to um in any discussion so this might feel a little unnatural for us today to be uh quite civil and decent and in order right (laughs) Um, we can make it through we can make it we're gonna do it we're gonna do it it's gonna be a first ever but i am so tickled to have you on the show uh because you've got some some new things happening um in your life and after you know, seeing your IG with Botan, baby, and, um, you know, your new announcement that we want you to, to share with our listeners. Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to have him on the show. Like, this is going to be history making, groundbreaking. Uh, but tell our listeners what you've got up your sleeve now. Well, the latest thing we have going on is we're releasing Why for Success. Uh, this particular of the book has some uh, questions at the back that I like to call it kind of gets you in the my, in my mind, what my thoughts were as I were as I was writing the book and just kind of close each chapter with uh, with some of the high points to kind of help you see where I was trying to go. This this is uh, this has been an experience for me. I'm all out of my comfort zone, you know, putting things out uh, to kind of share with the world. But, but we've got some things coming. We've got some things well, excited for that. Um, what inspired you to write Wired for Success in, you know, your first go round? Not even this this time, but uh, the very first edition of the book. Okay. Well, I pretty said this book. I actually was preaching a series of messages called How to Succeed and Never Fail out of uh, Joshua chapter one. And I used to do my notes on a little five by seven notepads and I just got to the point where my notes were everywhere so I said look I got to come up with a better system so I started typing my notes in so that I could always reference I had a thought I can remember the day and I said I wonder where this would go I wonder where this would go if we just just ran with it mm-hmm. and so that started the process of, of why for success I was typing my notes in and and we just rolled that thing out and kind of wanted to see what would happen Honestly, though, I wanted to write a book for years, mm-hmm. and I always thought you had to write it in chapters. 
And I realized you just put it out there. You just write. I kept my laptop with me at all times. Mm -hmm. If my wife was driving, I'm sitting on the side, I'm writing. No matter, you know, whenever I had a free moment, that's all I did. And, you know, we, we ended up with, with Wired for Success. That's awesome. And, you know, I, I'd ask you earlier as we were, uh, you know, setting up and getting ready for the interview, did you use a template? You know, now when you go on social media, there's so many people out there who are, you know, promoting how to coach you to do anything from A to Z to how to coach. And one of them um, was, a, you know, how to help you write a, write your own book or your own ebook. And I asked you, did you use a template? So it was, sounds like it was a very organic process for you. Uh, but it did stem from your work as a pastor then. Uh, what propelled you to that message? Like, was it something that, you know, you wish you had heard personally or a message that you had heard previously? You know, what what was the thought behind? Uh, that's not like something that a lot of churches necessarily, you know, preach around. You know, it's not a normal message um, in a lot of places. So what was it that kind of, inspire that whole message well the the message Nelson was inspired by the fact that you know the children of Israel were were getting ready to to go into the land of promise they had been in bondage you know for years and they spent time in the wilderness <clears throat> the wilderness was a place of preparation and and it was now time to do something different and the sad part is you know <clears throat> they never really accomplished all you know that that God wanted them to have mm-hmm it involves a, a change in mindset. And that was one of the reasons why we, why we started the message, you know, how to succeed and never fail. It was, God was very specific. You know, he said, listen, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be afraid of their faces. You know, nobody should be able to stand against you. Uh, wherever you put your feet, I've already given you the land, but then he gave them some, some instructions. And he said, you got to meditate, you know, in my word day and night. And this is what gets me. It says, and then you will make your way prosperous. Mm will have good success. And what happens with many of us, we expect things to be given to us. We expect things to be handed to us. But no, uh, we get raw materials, but it's up to us to make something, to make something out of what we're given. And and that was kind of my thought behind the book is, you know, if you're going to be successful, there's something you have to do, you know, and, and no knock on, on how we do things. But, you know, I think sometimes we do more praying than working. Mm. You know? And we yeah. don't, we don't put things into into action and we were mad at god because he didn't do it for us but god doesn't give you the finished product god give you the raw materials and it's up to up to us to to do something what he's given you know you ask me about the writing thing you know i, I got my love for words from my mom you know she mm-hmm. was a reader uh she read all the time and and so she gave me books for presents. And that was just, you know, our thing. You know, I'm like, Mom, I'm a kid. I want toys, you know, <laughs> like that. She would give me those things, but she also all, always gave me books. And I've told this story several times before. My favorite book when I was about 11 was that Big Red Dictionary. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I used to just love words and uh, got to college years later and went in as a business major and decided this is not what I'm going to be. And I defaulted back to my love for writing and I changed my major to journalism. And uh, I guess you could say that that kind of sparked and also trained me into how to write. And so Mm -hmm. I was all back on those things as we as we look to kind of put this book together. So that was it. Just the love for words, you know, 
a desire to communicate. And that's kind of how it came together. Awesome. Um, and, you know, I think sometimes to uh, just like I've shared my own kind of personal transformation from, um, you know, education to corporate America to now, uh, you know, finally, I think getting into the place that I always started out, like I always knew I wanted to be, um, you know, a broadcaster, you know, have my own TV show or whatever. And it seems like sometimes we are on a journey like the Israelites where, you know, 40 years later, <laughs> I come out of the wilderness of experience in life and having these different, different adventures, if you will, right. uh, to finally feel like my feet are on the path that I was purposed for. So in the book, I know you talk about this a little bit about, you know, success is already built into a part of our like it's already a part of our birthright, a part of our DNA, if you will. And I've heard you preach this this message before as well. Um, but what do you think most people need to tap into that purpose that's already been built in, as you say? Well, the, the first thing people have to do is is we got to stop overthinking it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we think too much. Like I was saying, you know, when I, when I went into school as a business major and trying to figure out what I was going to do next, what are you thinking about? Boy, you know what you can do. You know, we overthink it. The first thing, we look too hard. Mm. A purpose is not an exploration. It's a discovery. It's not external. It's internal. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we look for things outside of us, then we'll always need things outside of us to keep us motivated. When we discover what's in us, that's when we come alive. And so one, we look too hard. We overthink. And then we're afraid. That's, to mm-hmm. me, big Yes, that's that's Goliath right there. Yeah, people are afraid, and and there are many reasons for that. You you talked about your own your own journey. You know, uh, as Israel came out of the wilderness, you know, it's one thing to be in the wilderness. That's one particular part of of the experience. The other thing you got to understand is the mentality the wilderness creates. Yeah, and and where what happens with us sometimes we come out of a place physically, but we never leave it emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. Though we're out of a place of bondage, we become our own bondage by the way we think and the way we process. And so my whole thought behind why for success, I keep saying whole thought because there's a lot to it. But one, I want to change a mindset. Um, the fact that you're wired for success means that you didn't do anything to become wired. So you got to understand that the one who made you equipped you to do something great. And when you finally believe that, You'll mm-hmm. step outside of your comfort zone and start to do what it is, you know, you feel like you need to do. <clears throat> I look at myself. I'm a natural introvert. Uh, when I'm in my element, you know, people don't understand that. When I'm doing my thing, people can't get it. But, man, to to be out on social media, that was never me. Uh, <laughs> to, to do certain things like events I have coming up, pod, that, that's not me. But I'm finding out that once you become uncomfortable, that's when you start living. Yeah. Uh, that, that's my whole thought behind Wired is, is how can we get people to get past their, their own stuff so that they mm-hmm. can. Um, what's one thing that you've done recently outside of the book or outside of the podcasting and whatnot? Uh, but what's like, a, I guess, a go to exercise? You know, sometimes there are there are things that I do. To sort of push my own envelope uh, mm-hmm. when I feel like I've gotten complacent or comfortable in a situation. 
um, then I feel like, okay, it's time to make another jump. It's time to do something to stretch yourself. What's the go-to for you in terms of it's time to prep myself for this next stretch, for this next period of growth? I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, for, for three months, 90 days, I joined uh, Game Changers with uh, the hip-hop preacher, Eric Thomas. Mm-hmm. Went through their, their speakers program. The name of it is Game Changers. It was 12 weeks. We had two meetings a week virtually throughout the time. And it was just, it was just a time to figure out this whole speaking game. It was time to figure out the whole business side of it, changing mindsets, uncomfortable, impromptu, all that stuff, you know, and, and it was, it was very disconcerting for me because I know, I know how to do what I do, but it was time to learn it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. That really challenged me. You know, I, I even told the coaches, I said, that was the best, worst experience of my life because it pushed me outside my comfort zone. Um, and that, that's been, that's been a benefit to me. Um, came through the program, graduated, now I'm certified to do what I do. And, uh, I'm, I'm stepping even further out and hosting events now. And so again, those are all things. And, and I said, it, and I'll say it again, it's one thing to preach to people and tell them to live their best life, but I can be the biggest hypocrite in the world if I don't do what I'm telling other people to do that part, <laughs> I'm learning to lead by example. And, and that's why I'm, I'm out here doing what I do because I want people to see what I do more than they hear what I say. Don't cause things to come together. And, you know, I, I've seen you in leadership roles. I've seen you as a person out in the community. And that is one thing, um, you know, I've always appreciated and valued about you is that, you know, you've matched action with words. And we don't always see that um, sometimes in, you know, in leaders. Sometimes, you know, I have to check myself and make sure, am I am I living what I say others ought to be doing for myself? You know, I, I got to go through my own season of um, kind of, you know, just clarifying and um, just looking at my own stuff, just making sure. I'm being responsible and ethical uh, as it is in terms of do I do what I say others ought to do? I just always said I never wanted to live and grow up and be a hypocrite. And, you know, we make mistakes. We have to start over. Uh, that's a part of being human and, and being, you know, in the world and and not perfect. Right. Right. But I think, you know, the three things that you've talked about already uh, and that fear, that fear is such a real living, breathing animal sometimes for people. And I know it has been for me. Um, And I've tried to be encouraging. I've tried to be, um, you know, step by step in terms of these are things that I've done. But one of the things that I think I've really come face to face with in this last year is not the fear that um, I won't be accepted or I won't be enough. But sometimes, like you said, that what do I do when I've been in these places where I've had to just survive and I've had to just try to figure things out as opposed to who am I going to be when I get to the Valley of Plenty, when I get to the mountaintop and the milk and honey start flowing. And I wonder how many people really suffer from that fear of success. Like it seems oxymoronic that we've been wired to do a thing and to be great, but we second guess our very nature. And so you know, 
how do you how do you come to terms with the person who got you through you know some really rough tough days and the person that you are being called to be now in this season as you're moving forward into you know a whole new realm of success <laughs> it, 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 I mean a lot of it comes down to a choice uh one of the, one of the movies that that my wife and I watch a lot is Sweet Home Alabama mm-hmm. and in that movie uh the, the the woman's dad says you you can't ride two horses with one butt mm. so, and so we've got to make some very very tough decisions uh we already know what we got if we keep doing what we do right no mystery in that we if you keep doing what you're doing you, you've already lived what you're going to live and so it just has to come down to a decision and and when it comes to fear it's all self-preservation we, it's all about protecting us and so you have to ask yourself what am i trying to protect um when i'm afraid to do something it's because of how it might look mm-hmm. i don't do it wrong and we got to overcome the the fear of, or the the desire to be accepted um, I read somebody say something one time, why do you care about what people think who won't even show up to your funeral? Mm. You know, wh- why do you give them so much credit and so such a big spot in your life and in your mind when they don't matter? And so that's the biggest thing. Now, so I'm learning um, <laughs> there's life on the other side of fear. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got to attack it. Fear doesn't leave. Fear doesn't run. Fear will stay right where you left it and it will intimidate and it will frustrate. And until you address it, it's not going anywhere. So that's, that's been my, my biggest takeaway over the last 12 weeks in the program. Mm-hmm. You got to attack your fears. Right. Um, I, I don't know if I told the story on here or um, somewhere different. I can't remember, but it was worth retelling. Um, a friend of mine talked about how she learned Buffalo don't run away from a storm, but they actually run toward the storm. Mm. And the The moral of the story was a storm is over quicker when you turn to it and go through it as opposed to you're trying to get away from it and post up. And it only, you know, it only makes the inevitable um, happen, you know, a little bit later. It just puts it off, but it's not going to ever not keep the storm from hitting you. And then going through it, you actually get through it quicker when you're facing it, you know, head on and moving through the storm as opposed to you sitting around waiting for it to happen to you. Um, And I have found that to be true in my own journey. But um, getting back to our questions, I don't want to get too far away. because These are some really good questions I think the audience really would like to know. Um, Where did bow time come from? Which is your short clips on Instagram. And how do you pick a topic for bow time? Because I just think it's such a um, it's such a neat little quick mini pickup. Man, some days um, I'm looking at those and I'm going, "Yes, you hit the nail right on the head for today." But you do it in like a minute or two minutes or less, right? And I'm just like, "Man, that was good," you know. So, what was the inspiration for that? And uh, audience, if you have not seen it, you got to go to Bow Time Baby on IG. Uh, follow Juan there and you can go back and see you know the clips that he's done so far how many do you have so far they're probably counting them the other day we probably got about 120 of them awesome awesome so if you haven't seen all 120 or if you've never seen it it it's definitely worth your time and it's one of the quickest most encouraging spots in the day so um what was the inspiration for it 
I, I'll never forget it. I was I was sitting in my office at the church one day, and I, I, at that point, I was wearing bow ties every day. Mm-hmm. And um, I was sitting in my office at the church, and I just said, hmm, what if I just did a quick 60-second video just to motivate, encourage, and inspire? Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it. I'm going to call it bow time. And I've changed the spelling. It was actually B-O-W-T-I-E-M. Mm-hmm. I, time. But people would never figure that out. So I just called oh. bow time. But I, I, just wanna, I just want to take 60 seconds and encourage people to know that somebody out there feels what they feel, has, has, has experienced something similar to what they've experienced, and just want to give you a few seconds of you can do it, you know, just a few seconds of and, and my whole thought behind it. None of what I say is anything that nobody's ever thought about before. Mm-hmm. Show it to you from a different perspective. I try to take what you know and show it to you in a different way, because when you see it differently, you can react to it differently. Mm-hmm. It's been my, my thing. And I try to do it, you know, every week, just put one out. The, the thoughts are crazy, you know. Um, I don't know where they come from. I could be outside cutting grass and I have to stop and put my notes in my phone. I said, this is going to be the next one. And so they just kind of come from anywhere and I'll have to record them in the moment a lot of times because mm-hmm. I'll lose it. And so it, it's just been, it's been, it's been crazy. I was, I was at school the other day and a little boy walked up to me, didn't know who he was from Adam. Mm-hmm. Bow time, baby. I'm like, what? <laughs> He has been watching my videos. Uh, I did the baccalaureate service mm-hmm. a few weeks ago for Shelby High School, and a lot of young men were sitting there with bow ties on. Oh, look at that! As I'm, and <laughs> one of the guys keeps messing with his bow tie, and I'm thinking, what's wrong with mine? But he was like, "Mr. Cherry, man, we wanted you to say bow time in the speech, you know." So that just that was crazy. <laughs> that was like a following for real. <laughs> but it was it was crazy. But that's my thing. I just encourage people, you know, um, to be better, to do better. And just to know that that somebody is is in your corner and I'm rooting for you. That's it. Well, and I do like the fact that there's always a twist. You know, uh, you use props, which as a former uh, theater person, I love it. Because you always have some sort of really great prop with you. Um, And then you really do take the situation that you're talking about on the surface and you do a whole 180 on that thing so that, you know, it leaves you thinking, you know, maybe this isn't as bad as I thought. Or maybe I am, you know, coming from this at the wrong angle and I just need to shift my perspective. I need to just move and just see this thing from a different angle. So uh, it definitely is one of my favorite spots. Um, I know um, with New Creation Christian Center uh, being your church as well, you're also online and people can follow you. So you're you're really building um, a bit of a media presence with the work that you're involved with. Has that been intentional? Has it been the influence of other people outside of you since you're, you know, more of a natural introvert? Or has it just been sort of a combination of things that have sort of built into the perfect storm that is, you know, walking into your purpose, walking into what you were wired to do, so to speak? Okay. I I really, I guess if I had to boil it down to anything, it would be, man, do you trust what God gave you? Mm. 
you know, do you trust what God put in you? If you believe he gave it to you, why are you hiding it? If you if you believe he gave it to you, why are you not putting it out there so the world can see it? Uh, when I was going through the speakers program, one of the coaches, man, Kansas Simmons, hit us with this thing. He said, listen, you're not in the speaking business. You're in the business of marketing your speaking services. Uh, doesn't matter how good you do what you do. If nobody knows what you do, then you can't blessing or benefit to anyone and so I really had to get out of my my comfort zone there was a time when the videos had to be perfect and I would do 13 14 takes to do a 60 second video and I'm frustrated I'm upset and I'm mad because I can't get it right so finally I just started saying bump it you know no more than three takes we're gonna ride with it whatever we have and and just kind of put it out there because again I just want to show people (laughs) you can do it if you're willing to try if Juan Cherry is willing to get out of a comfort zone, anybody can do it. That, that's, my take. that's my take. In college, I had to give a three-minute speech to pass a speech class. Stayed up all night trying to prep for a three-minute speech. I didn't sleep. I was so nervous. Mm. And I'm like, this is crazy. You know, but but to see, you know, where where I am now, and I'm not arrived. I've not gotten where I'm going, but I'm enjoying the journey. And I got to give props to my daughter because I push her to dream. I push her to chase dreams. I push her to be all she could be. And I'm like, well, what are you doing, sir? You know, you're telling me to do all this, but what are you doing? And so I don't want to be a cheerleader anymore. I want to be, I want to be our visual representation of, of what it means to follow your dream. So that's one of the reasons why I keep doing what I do. Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show because I've seen you in action, not only with your daughter, but with other adults, I've seen you with young children. I've seen you with high schoolers, um, even with my own child who was in middle school and, you know, needed a little encouraging word or two every once and again. But what does crazy believe mean to you? And what is one way you think you live it? Mm-hmm. Crazy belief is going against your own flow. Uh, there are times when. It just makes absolutely, absolutely no sense to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And you have to defy your own odds. You have, I have to fight my own mentality. I have to go against what it looks like in order to do what I know I need to do. And that's that's kind of where this whole thing goes. And I know I keep saying this now, so I don't want to be re- you know repetitive, but my wife and I, her, her job had a, a party. You know, and the, the worst thing in my life is mixers you know, before the dinner starts where you got to mix and mingle and talk to people. And that, that, that's terrifying to me. I, I don't, I don't know what to say. If you talk to me, I promise you, I won't ignore you, but I'm not going to walk up and say anything to you. And so it's like, that's how I'm, that's how I'm made. I'm made to be in my own shell, but I got to push past that if I'm going to be who I'm supposed to be. And so all of this stuff that's going on in my life right now goes against who I am. Mm. I hate it, but I love what it's making me. And so to me, just following this thing every day is my way of crazy believing. When when people just don't understand, I was the person who didn't, never thought I was good enough. Never thought I knew, mm. thought I was smart enough. Never thought I was popular enough. And so all this is going against what I believed about my own self. You know, and so, you know, I'm just pushing it and, and I'm trying to, to do everything I can to show the next person 
the next little boy who doesn't feel like he can do it, hey, you can make this happen if you use what you have. I'm not going to ramble, but if you use what you have and make it what it can be. Mm, that's a word right there. I think that's a Botan baby right there. Um, last question, and this has been so good. I almost really hate to cut this interview off, but I know you have other things to do, and I'm just tickled that you decided to stop by and uh, do the show with me today. But what's one message you want to leave for people with your latest book, um, with this latest version of the book. Let me say it that way. Um, what do you hope if, if they don't get anything else out of it, this one thing okay. get, and hold on to it? It's very simple. You're wired for success. Uh, when you, when you look at a house, you know, when a house is built, the, the wires are in the walls. The electricity are behind. It's behind the walls, you know. It it's put in there before the house is pretty, you know. The the wiring is in there before you have the walls. It's it's in there with the two by fours. The, mm -hmm. the is there before you have the walls, before you have the paint, before you have all the stuff that you want in the house, so that when everything else is added to it, you have access to power. See, the the builder thought enough to put the power in before there was power needed. Mm. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh enough to make it available so that he knew you were going to have to plug that lamp in. He knew you were going to need a refrigerator. He knew you were going to need a stove. So, hey, I'm going to put it in there so that when you need it, it's accessible. When we built our church, one of my, one of my board members said, listen, Cherry, he said, we need to put outlets all over the place. Because the worst thing you need or the worst thing you can do is to not have enough outlets. Mm -hmm. So walk in the sanctuary, we got outlets everywhere. You know, every certain number of feet, there's an outlet. And that's what God did when he wired us. He put it in us, but then he also put outlets at periodic specific places so that we can tap in and plug in to all that he needed for us to be. And so the problem, though, is, as I close with this. It's one thing for a house to be wired for power and nobody ever access the power that's in there. Mm. It's crazy for me to run a, a an extension cord from my neighbor's house when I got power in my own house. And what we do is we look at other people and how they're living and what they have going on. And we want to tap into what they have. But we got to understand God has already given us what we need. Can I give you one more take on this book? Okay. Yeah. Do, do. It's so good. We're going to, in this session that we got coming up, uh, it's going to be crazy. But power is indiscriminate. And what that means is power does what power does. But the thing that's power does what it does. Check this out. The same power that heats a stove cools a refrigerator. Mm. And so when you understand that you don't have to be like somebody else, but your power will cause you to do what you do then you don't trip when you're not like somebody else. Now, there's going to be a part in that session. This is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to play the song by Morris Day and the Time called C-O-O-L. Mm -hmm. I'm so cool. And so, and then I'm going to play, I can't remember who did this song, but it's I'm hot because I'm fly. You ain't because you not. Uh -huh. I remember that. <laughs> but I'm hot. And so the thought is going to be, there's an argument going on in the kitchen. Because the refrigerator's thinking he's the best because he's cool, but the stove is thinking he's the best because he's hot. 
But when you understand that your difference makes you who you are, then you can take confidence in that. I might not heat, but you can't cool like I can. And so <laughs> understand the difference. The refrigerator holds the meat to the stove, cooks it. And then when you're finished, the stove gives it back the leftovers. And that's what you got to understand. When you understand how you're wired, you understand how to build relationships with people. And so you know what you bring and you know what they bring. So we're not fighting about what we do. Right. We're doing what we do together because I need what you have and you need what I have. But what happens when I got a whole house full of stuff that needs power and I never plug in? And that's how some of us live. God has equipped us to be successful. One of the quotes in the book is, you're created successful, but it's up to you to succeed. Successful is a state, but succeeding is an action and a process. And it would be crazy for God to give us everything we needed to do this life, and we never do what he gave us to do. Mm. So be my thought with wire for success. He's put it in you behind the walls. You can't see the wiring, but if you plug in, you know it's there. And sometimes we can't see what we have. But once you find your area, you'll always have access to that source. So those are my thoughts. Those awesome. are my thoughts. Awesome. Before we leave, please let everyone know how they can get in touch with you if they want to do a book event, um, if they want to pre-purchase the book, um, if they, you know, want to, tr- you know, follow you on social media. Uh, please give that to us and we will also include it in the show notes so that you can find it wherever you get your podcast. So uh, let us know. Okay, my, my Instagram is Bowtime Baby uh, at Bowtime Baby. I have another one. Uh, it's JL Cherry. I do that one for more of my speaking stuff. But uh, right now we're building a website and uh, as we're talking now, so that thing should, should be rolling out either today or tomorrow. That thing is going to be crazy. Awesome. That'll be the way you can contact me. Uh, but right now, you can use my email, juancherry07 at gmail.com. Um, that will be a way to, to reach out to me. And then uh, the event that we have coming up, you know, or we'll have several of them, but we have one coming up real soon. We're going to break this book down and show you what's in the mind of this mad scientist so that you understand that you really are wired for success. Okay, um, and I think we will have this air before your next event. So uh, June 11th, if you're in the Shelby area, is that correct? It is in the Shelby area. Mm-hmm. going to be an On the Boulevard event. Uh, you don't want to miss this. The cost is $20 to attend the event, but you get a book. You know, you get a book with the $20, and you get, you get a 90-minute session on how to determine and how to live why for success. I can't wait. I can't wait. What time is that event on June 11th? 830 to 10, 90 minutes of power. You can go to, uh, we can post the Eventbrite um, registration information. And also, mm-hmm. you can also pay at the door. Okay. And that's 830 a.m. I'm guessing, 8, right? <laughs> 830 to 10. All right. And we'll definitely um, make sure we put that Eventbrite link on the show notes as well for anybody who's interested in attending but um Juan my friend this has been an what am- you, you, you must have slipped up what you Juan my what I did I said my friend can you believe it that sounded so crazy <laughs> look, look my mom hears this episode <laughs> she's gonna probably like do uh, all kinds of uh 
acrobatics after two years it's gonna flip but um you know like i said we joke around since we've probably been knowing each other in the world i guess and uh it, nothing will ever change that except for this 35 minutes of <laughs> crazy believe with nelson <laughs> so like i know some of the old staff is gonna be like who was on there who did she talk to <laughs> exactly exactly but it has been amazing and if for this for this amount of time i have to say my friend and my brother because uh that has been a, a powerful word even for me like i feel like we're always in transition we're always growing we're always coming from coming to we're coming through as people say right um, you know situations and like this is what it's about this is why i do the show this is why i've tried to bring on so many um personal influences in my own life you know there were times when you know we had some mighty low days uh, when we were working together those four years and you know we really had to encourage each other as a team to keep going and you know just just pick it up and so I know what the power of encouragement can do and I also know sometimes like you say you've got to really stretch and challenge yourself that this is not the end this isn't the place where um my final destination is it's a place that I'm going through to get to where um, I'm supposed to be. And so I'm so happy to see that you two are, you know, stretching and growing and still being a real, um, just a real bright influencer and uh, a mentor to so many young and old. So um, if there's anything we can do as the, the book continues to grow and things continue to happen, then please, by all means, um, let me know. I would love to return the favor because this has been a really great word. So uh, if you are um, not hooked in yet to Botan, baby, then you've got to get onto IG. I promise you, I will also share that link. Um, but keep following this young man. Uh, don't let the gray hairs fool you. Uh, he's, he's still got some places to go, but definitely we just appreciate you stopping by here today. And until next time, everybody, this has been Nelsa with Crazy Believe with Nelsa. And don't stop crazy believing. Thanks for joining us today on Crazy Believe with Nelsa. Follow us on Facebook at Crazy Believe with Nelsa, as well as on IG, also Crazy Believe with Nelsa, and on YouTube at, you guessed it, Crazy Believe with Nelsa. Until next time, we're crazy believing in you.